Hey, you like my shirt? I did. I just said that's a nice fucking sweater. Where's mine? <laughs> I don't know. Where is yours? I don't know. I, 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 I'm trying to think. When did, you, when did it come in? Friday. Okay. Well, we didn't check the mail Friday because we, we took off early in the morning from Montreal. Oh, okay. Damn it. It's jealous. really nice. It looks nice. I, I'm glad I'm getting one. Riley's going to be so jealous. Perfect. Let's just start. Screw this. Uh, welcome to the OFX podcast. I'm Dave Claxton, and with me is a little lass of light speed and high rocks age group winner, <laughs> Bethany McChesney, who currently has a sweater that I am very jealous of because I'm supposed to get one too, but it's not here yet. Or maybe it's sitting in my mailbox and I haven't checked. I don't know. Either way, that's awesome. It looks fantastic. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna gloat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, gloat all day. I have a new shirt. I have my my new dead end shirt. Nice. That's, that's good. I, mean, I I didn't have to win it, but you know, I, <laughs> I paid twenty dollars for it. <laughs> that's okay. Okay. Did you? So did you see Savage from this weekend? I did see some Savage coverage. Yeah, not a whole lot though, but I saw a little bit. Yeah. Um. So anyway, just in case anyone's wondering, we're, we're just going to talk today. We're going to be all over again. Um, oh, but before we do, before we do that, actually, I uh, just want to apologize because we were supposed to have a preview deck episode with Yancey. Unfortunately, schedules got crazy and um, it was just what it was. And hopefully we're going to do something to make up for it really, really, really soon. And it'll be very cool. So I apologize for that. And shit happens. Okay. Savage. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was really looking forward to this one because I had hoped, you know, again, to see our, our, our boy Leon. You know, I was hoping that he would do really well. And um, yeah. uh, did you happen to catch what happened to poor Leon? No, I don't know. I saw he hurt his knee, but I don't know what happened. Yeah, about a mile in, I guess he, he slipped and it appears. Um, and this from talking to him. So, I mean, he told me I'm okay to say this. Okay. Um, he, he looks like he hyperextended it a bit. And um, so he's, you know, he's got a knee injury. He's getting more information from the doctors pro probably as we speak. And then he'll put out a post with, with everything. So yeah, he's, he's got a bit of a knee injury and it's like a mile in. And I was like, oh, I felt so bad for him because, you know, I mean, this was, you know, he, you come all this way and then you get injured and, he, and then he had to fly home that afternoon. Oh, you know, so um, and it, and um, I'm sure he'll agree with us, and he's mentioned this. Uh, shout out to a really good friend of ours, Lori Poole, who had been driving Leon around for that day, and she actually gave up her Savage race to get Leon taken care of after his. Oh uh, no way! Oh, I mean, that's so nice. Yeah, she's a super sweet person. Um, she probably hate that I'm actually mentioning her here, and she'll yell at me. But, you know what, Lori, screw you. You deserve it. You're really, really nice. And uh, I know Leon really appreciates it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, what happened was a good race. Uh, anyway, um, it was pretty good. Not quite as exciting as the last one, the one in, uh, in Florida. You didn't get that epic finish, finish like Rachel Water has. Or sorry, not Rachel Water. Um, uh, Nicole Miracle had. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris. Um, the reason I mentioned Rachel Waters, though, that slipped through my mind is she came second to Nicole because she was able to conquer that rig, which really flexed, you know, really got a lot of people. Did you see the rig? 
I saw the rig, and you're talking about the rig where there was the the lachey to hit the bell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looked really, really technical. Yeah, so I mean, you you had to, first thing you had to jump off, off a little uh, two-inch pipe, you had to jump to a rope and swing yeah. from that rope to go onto that big cheese thing they always have. Um, not a big fan of the big cheese thing. I don't know. That... It's a weird grip thing, too. And then you have to pull up to kind of swing to reach the top of the cheese and... It just looks like I and I don't know when I did Savage, there wasn't the cheese thing. So I don't know what it feels like to grip it, but it looks really awkward. It's I mean, obviously it's a very positive grip, right? You because it's it's yes. I'm gonna say yeah. maybe it's three three quarters of an inch thick, something along that line. So I mean you can definitely wrap your hand around it. It's got that bit of a plasticky texture to it though, very similar yeah. to some rings. And some of those were, you know, so when it's wet, it can be very, very slick. And very uh -huh. hard to grab onto, but the biggest thing I don't like is every time someone grabs it, it looks like it's going to break. Yeah, man, one of those things is going to snap eventually. I know it is, but anyway, yeah. so you went went from that to a little um, half suspended rope, and then the end of it was like you say, you grab onto the horizontal bar, and then you had a lache. It wasn't a super far lache. I mean, it was like it looked manageable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were really tall, you didn't even have to lache. You could kick the bell from there. You know, oh, because Savage, you can still kick the bell. Yeah, so, I mean, if you were, yeah. say, probably six feet or better from the look of it, it looked like you could give the bell a kick. I would stop the jump, but, I, I mean, unlike a lot of laches, you didn't have to land it, right? You didn't have to do the right. hardest part of the lache, which is the catch. Right. You just smacked the bell. So, I mean, I, didn't, yeah. I, was, I was, I don't know. I was, maybe I was surprised and I shouldn't have been, but I thought that, you know, savage frequenters are usually a little more obstacle proficient. I thought that more of the women would have been through it, but wow, it was a it was a bit of a train wreck. Man. Well, it depends too on where it is in the race, and I didn't see a whole lot of race coverage. But if it's at the end, then that might be kind of tricky. It was definitely on the back half. It was okay. Yeah, I mean, they had already gone through a couple of the things too, but I still, yeah, I think it was doing what, what I did. It was really kind of interesting. Was I saw a lot of the very fast elites kind of struggle with it. And then later on, we saw just highlights from friends and the funsy waves. Yeah. And those people were just killing it. <laughs> they were doing yeah. Awesome. So most of what I saw with coverage, though, was people playing on it after. So it did make it look really easy. So I didn't, I didn't really see a whole lot of actual race coverage. Yeah, it was good. Well, ORM did the race coverage again, and they did a good job. And I think they actually their coverage was better than it was now the race in florida was a better entertaining race but the coverage was much better this time and i think they're doing every savage race this year and i really expect it to get better and better and better oh, okay that's good and yeah. so that's awesome really glad they're doing that i i love it i enjoy watching it it's it's good on the live stream um georgia had way better signal than florida did okay good oh sorry but yeah it had way better signal and it came through very clear i was it was very enjoyable. I like that. Um, the other thing that was interesting, and somebody pointed this out to me today, was did you, uh, in the spots that you happen to watch, did you happen to see Nicole go through the Anchors Away obstacle? Are you familiar with the Anchors Away? Yes, yeah. No, I saw this because she did a really unique uh, chicken wing and then spin around thing. Yeah, it was a little chicken wing backswing. And <laughs> chicken wing. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. All right, and then I can't remember the other girl, um, but she did a full armpit chicken wing on there, too. Oh, she got uh, her whole arm in it? Whole armpit in, yeah, which, again, is 
very safe and secure. I actually, from a safety standpoint, I like that better because I worry about tendon shredding with your, with your yeah. bicep locked in there. But here's the issue. If you read the savage rules, it actually says contact with your hand. Oh, she went and she did it right up to the armpit and the savage rules say, you know, contact with the hands only the way it's read. I think they meant to write it that you were, your hands were only allowed to make contact with the rings and not with any other part of the anchor or the trust. Grab the anchor is maybe exactly. more what they're trying to say. I think that's what they're trying to say, but the way they worded it is that you can only grab the ring with your hands. So I think that, I mean, some people mentioned it. I think we're all, most people are in agreement, though, that it's just a matter of poor choice of wording the rules and that just needs to be straightened out that she didn't do anything that was against, um, you know, the, the idea of the object, yeah. the, the obstacle, the concept. Yeah. Of the obstacle. So hopefully, you know, that's just one of those deals where Savage can fix up the wording. But I mean, technically, if someone really wanted to, who was behind her, they could complain and, you know, would have a, a leg to stand on. Anyway. But then same they would with Nicole because she's same thing. She sh she chicken winged it. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So so that would mean Rachel Waters would end up winning. Good for <laughs> you, Rachel. Yeah. Rachel's a good friend, great girl, and I really was really happy to see her come out. And she did. It's nice again. She got that because her obstacle proficiency. She's a decently fast person, but probably would have been around the fifth place position. But because she was so solid on the obstacle, she was able to pull out the second place. So, and with this race, were the obstacles harder than the race last weekend? Well, it did seem like that rigs seemed to cut. I mean, you're talking about, I think only like a, a handful of women got through that rig. And I think it was even less of a percentage of finishers than the weekend before or the prior race in Florida. So yeah, um, Savage is not backing down on their, you know, they're still letting Lee, he's get. it looks like they're like Lee, one, one rig a, a race you can design and do what you want to do and yeah and it's gone good i mean i was i liked it i think it's good it wasn't atlantic it wasn't undoable it no was, it didn't look like it it no. didn't look like it was out, out of this world possible no i mean that uh, honestly you could do that right right like yeah it looked yeah, like it yeah i think more than anything it didn't require as much grip strength as a lot of other rigs or even a great deal of technique that's not used very often. It just required a little courage at the end yeah, to take that leap of faith, which wasn't a very big leap. Yeah, we're, we're not really required to do too much lache at all ever, so. No, no, I thought really that probably the, even the beginning would probably be more, would, would have been harder was jumping to that rope and using that rope to swing because that's, yeah, that's something that- Yeah, grabbing hold of it and yeah. So I don't know, I liked it, it was good. Um, yeah. Speaking of difficult rigs, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I spent this weekend at the Dead End Race Sub Zero. Oh, yeah, how did it go? Yeah. It was good. It was good. So those of you who don't know, Dead End Race put on uh, actual Canadian, yes, the return of Canadian OCR in 2021, an actual race, not a virtual event. Legit obstacles, people, <laughs> the whole deal. It was um, just north of Montreal in Saint Calixte. And I, I've been practicing that, so I hope that's right. Just north of Montreal. I'm sure, that. I'm sure you're okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it went really, really well. They did a great job. The social distancing was really good. Uh, I was amazed how many people actually still wore their masks while running. Really? Yeah. So they said the rules were, you know, you had your mask on. Very similar to the start of the other races. You had your mask on in the starting gate. They made sure everybody was like 
they were going in very small waves. You had to stick your arms out side by side so you couldn't touch each other. So you, you, you know, you get that good social distancing and off you'd go. And they said you had to wear your mask everywhere in the area when you weren't racing. When you were racing, they said if you're able to wear it, if you're not, you don't, don't have to, right? Like, that's understandable. But yeah. many, many people were wearing theirs the whole time while they were running. And it might have had something to do with the fact that, you know, it's, it was cold. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it does keep you a certain amount of warmth, but they had good obstacles. Um, it was really well done. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, I really don't have anything bad to say about it. They didn't actually, okay, so they didn't actually do a race per se um, due to guidelines in Quebec, you're, you're not allowed to race. So this ended up being, again, a, like a, a time almost a, there was no timing chips but it was like a fun run but kind of okay. it was a gray area thing but it was really well done um and i did get a chance to see samuel Bear just do a smoke in six i mean he just destroyed it it was unbelievable uh i know it was it was it was not a race but there were people that took off at the same time as him and i yeah. would say i would say he was probably at the end of the 6k probably five minutes ahead of them when he was done um, wow. Yeah, yeah, which was a, so was there a podium or anything like that, no, or just no, no? Okay, no podiums, nothing like that. So, like I said, it that it was I, we we would it was deemed an activity. Okay, <laughs> an OCR activity, <laughs> complete, and they were they were complete, and that's the thing that I actually do want to stress. They completely followed all of Quebec's guidelines, so they didn't cheat. They didn't do anything stupid. Anybody who was maybe worried about you know, hey you can't do this race, it's against the rules. No, it was not. They were completely within every government guideline. They did it all right. Brian Townsend and his team did a fantastic job. It was awesome. Um, way more technical running than I ever want to see. Oh, and really? Then, well, well you, you remember from the spring, right? Yeah. So this one, it was the same thing, but now because it had snowed so much up there, you know, in some spots you were dealing with like almost knee-high snow really that much snow there but then because this week they got hit with a heat wave and everything went started to melt so then oh. in other spots you were knee-high mud so it was like <sighs> snow to mud and then those treacherous little descents down these little oh it was <laughs> <laughs> i was glad i was doing a funzy lap because i would not have wanted to run hard in that i i would have been scared out of my mind i was going to destroy my legs or something or anything it was I was tough running. It was the 6K, even just having fun, felt like I had run 24 kilometers. I was so... Oh, wow. My legs were so tired. And, and plus, before, I did do a little, and we'll be putting some videos together, I did some rabbiting behind some of the faster people and on obstacles and chasing them down through the snow. And, oh, much respect for uh, Steve Hammond. That is a really hard job. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he keeps up to Atkins and Alvin and all those guys while carrying a camera. It is not easy. But hopefully later on when I get it all together, some video will be worth it. Yeah, that's cool. No, they have such a great course there and so many really unique obstacles. That'd be cool to see some of the footage from that. Yeah, and I mean, here's the thing. If you're planning your schedule this year and the one thing we've all gone through is, you know, we've been writing our schedules out and it's constantly, well, that's if that happens. That's if that happens. That's if I can cross the border. Our schedules, and mine included, is just full of its and ands and buts and whats and maybes. And yeah. 
the one thing that these people have proven is if it's at uh, the North 45 site, which course extreme dead end race are, it's, it's going to happen. You can plan on it. So their next event is in May and that'll be a course extreme race. And then after that in July, dead end has a huge weekend event, which uh, I'm, 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 I'm just already, I'm going to bump that one of that, that three K to one of my A races. Cause again, I know it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to push for something I know is going to happen. And then the rest, if it does great, if not, don't. So check it out. Course extreme dead end race. Definitely worth your time. Um, oh, and what I said about the, the difficult rig. Yeah. Okay. So we did the same rig in the summer when it was nice and warm mm -hmm. and dry. Is this, this the time, one where we met? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I call this rig my savior. <laughs> my savior rig because it's the only reason I didn't get chipped. So <laughs> we got to it again and it's very similar. I think it was set up almost identical. You're looking at um, like a, a rope swing to get up to get started and or you can climb it then some a lot of nunchucks some fat nunchucks uh some stirrup grips one ring uh, a t-bar but the, probably the hardest part over everything was after the one ring it instead of and it's a short ring it's not a very long like you're talking only dangles maybe a foot instead of being like just a two-foot reach to your next apparatus which was one of those stirrups it was a four-foot swing and you're so you're coming off a fat nunchuck, nunchuck onto a ring to a four foot swing to a very wet or almost icy stirrup grip, and it was hard. I mean, I I got through it first try. I was very happy with myself. Good for you. Yeah, but I know when I went through there, there was a lot of people giving me death stare looks when I went through there because there was a lot of people standing around that rig just trying to get through. And it it was mandatory completion. I mean. Yeah, I was in the open wave. Didn't matter. You could just move on, do whatever you wanted to do, but it is technically mandatory completion, and there was a lot of people unable to do it. Um, in the women's elite, uh, I'll be perfectly frank. In the twelve k, I'm not sure about the numbers for the six k, but in the twelve k, one woman got it. Wow! So, wow. It, and these are not these are good women racers. This is just a really tough rig and. You know, cold, wet, it just changes the game. Yeah. Well, the game. Quebec has some, has some really good obstacle course racers, and they have a big ninja community, so. Yeah, you know what? And, and I don't think people from the States get this sometimes. Like, if you – Quebec hides all of these people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. I can, go, I can go to a lot of races and, and do really well in age group and even, you know, kind of – I'm not going to compete for podium and elite, but I can at least not embarrass myself. <laughs> but, and go to Quebec and out of the woodwork are all of these amazing people that you don't know their names you don't know where they come from you're like I don't know that guy he's nothing and no he's not nothing he's ridiculously fast and, yeah. and if you ever want a true challenge and you're in the states pop up and do a race in Quebec and just just check your ego at the door because you're going to yeah. get humbled absolutely well when we did that last race there was a few girls who were like pro rock climbers pro ninja yeah. people and just flew through obstacles I, I i'd never seen them before yeah yeah and so yeah quebec is it's true it's the center of ocr in canada and that site is becoming the center of ocr in canada completely mm -hmm. and they just keep improving every time this time they cut new trails more trails they're buying more land they're setting up new 
uh, like new new programs and everything. It's just they're continually wow. building and building and building and building. And wow. it's a great place. I think you're going to see a lot of cool stuff out of there. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually, because right now there are a bunch of different brands working together. I wouldn't be surprised if they all meld into one one brand and just keep churning out amazing things. Yeah, maybe our so Canadian Championship. <clears throat> that would be really nice. That would be really nice. We'll we'll work on that. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. We missed you there, by the way. You should have been there. <laughs> I know, I know. Next one for sure. May, May, and then July. July. Everybody has to hit July. If you anybody listening, if you can go to July, yeah. it, it'll it'll be well worth it. You will not be disappointed. I promise. Yes, um, I yeah. Another thing that actually happened. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Becca actually happened. <clears throat> so what did you see from this weekend's coverage of Decavit? Okay, so it same thing. I, I was just kind of trying to piece together people's Instagram stories because I didn't ever see a full live coverage of the event. So I was kind of watching Yancey's stuff and Forrest Wu did a really good job of the women's coverage. Um, so it looked like an insane race and I wish there was a full... Uh, full coverage of the whole thing because the men's race was and it's it's not a it's not a long event and like it's all in one space so you could have seen the whole thing um, but yeah the men's race looks super tight um, so you had um, Derek Yorick and Robert Killian and Forrest Bouge and um, another guy and they were back and forth the whole time and then right at the very end, it looked like, so Robert was like 20 seconds ahead of Forrest and then he caught up in the burpees and they basically tied at the finish line. So Derek Yorick took the win and then Robert and then, and Forrest, but they ended up at the same time. So that was super tight. And then the women's race was just looked like a back-to-back -back with Lauren Stroud and Renee Vettivier. And then it looked like Renee just had some technical difficulties on the bike and her seat post dropped. And it's like she didn't put the pin in. And then, uh, and so the seat dropped. So she had to do it standing. And she said she lost, according to her Instagram, and I had messaged her about it, she lost about 40 seconds on it and had to make it up on the run. And then, yeah, so they ended up super close too. But so Lauren ended up with the win. But I, I saw that. I saw Renee on the bike and she looked, I didn't see the pit. And I'm glad you said about the seat because I had no idea why she was doing what she was doing. I was yeah, like, so, she, it sounded like, so what she had said was she put the pin in, but it wasn't far enough in. So the seat dropped, like bottomed out. So she had to stand in order to pedal. And, and yeah, and on assault, assault bike, that was just weird. I mean, her, her elbows were flared completely out to the side doing that. Like it just, it looked so awkward and I couldn't. Oh. I was like, because I saw Robert Killian's um, video that he did. I didn't see, I didn't see any videos of them on the bike. Where did you see videos of them on the bike? Robert Killian's Instagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, and so Killian, he, and again, Robert Killian, and this just goes, no, we love Yancey. We love DecaFit. We're all totally, but I mean, definitely not without criticism. Guys, like she said, Forrest did it. Robert Killian did it. It's just a dude with a phone. I know it'd be so, but this is, yeah, like I'm just like trying to think of who's there and I'm trying to think of all, like I'm trying to look at their Instagrams because, but if you just had one person who was in charge, like even Yancey, everybody knows Yancey's running it. So take yeah. Yancey's phone and film the thing. Yeah. So we can yeah. see what's going on. Yeah, you could have, you could have hired a kid that was eating nachos out front and just said, here, buddy, <laughs> take this phone 
and follow these three people around. And then yeah. you stand in the middle and just follow them around. Don't worry so much about when they're running, try your best, but when they're on on a thing, just do video them and keep up with them. Yeah. You know, you could have paid him a sandwich. And and I I get I get it. Like I know that it's not, it's easy to it's easy to poke fun and to make and to, to you know yeah. find holes. But yeah, that 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 was a misstep. What but other, we just want to see. Like and and honestly, we'll look at people's Instagrams to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I mean we just went on about how much we enjoyed ORM's coverage of Savage Race. Well, to be honest, like yeah, it, it's not it's not NBC. I mean, you know, it's choppy. It's it was Josh Chase and Chase and Bracken doing their best commentary, which was really good because you know I'm all right with it. It's just guys we know talking and saying what they're what's like. Yeah. You know, Bracken's putting in some good good information about how what it's like to run these courses. It was it's great, and they're mm -hmm. flicking them back and forth. And sometimes they're in the good spots, sometimes they're not. Great, you know, it is what it is. We're not paying for it. It's 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 guys right. doing a good job. Right. Yeah. But 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 like deck is easy. You know, like yes. Heck, build a scaffold in the middle, stand a guy on top with a little camera on a, on a, on a tripod, and he doesn't even have to move. Yeah. I, it was definitely a disappointment from that part. Everything else, oh, wait, there's one other thing I'll mention. <laughs> but the event itself, the race looked awesome. Yes. The athletes were great. Like, they had some good names there. They had, yeah. I mean, you know, some really great stuff. Uh, Renee, I was super impressed with. And actually, and it is in writing somewhere, I, I actually called Renee to win. Yes. No, you said this last time. Yep. Yeah. I thought Renee would win. No, I had Forrest as well. And, you know, he, he came third. He, you know, I mean, that was, you know, losing to those two guys. There's no shame in that. And oh, I have, no. I've yeah. spoken with Forrest and he says he will be at either Atlanta or whatever the next one is. I can't remember. And he intends to, you know, break the now record, which was the first winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he says he's going faster next time. So, mm -hmm. and I believe him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was great with that. Uh, the, the women's thing again was very back and forth with Renee and um, Lauren. Lauren, yeah. It, there was the, it was just good racing. It was good fun. Those top three women did seem to separate themselves from the field. Yeah. Oh, and Sam Wood. Sam Wood was the other one there that was there. The the other woman up front. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, between the three, and she must have destroyed the workout stations. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, because. It, it, if you watch Killian's and watch her on the uh, on the tank push pull thing, she makes up a lot of ground there, and she made up ground on the bike as well. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I saw I saw so I saw five k splits. So this is broken up into five hundred meter intervals, equaling five hundred or sorry five k. And Lauren and and Renee both had five k a five k total time of sixteen twenty eight and sixteen twenty nine. That's moving. And that's yeah. that's after doing all of these workouts too. Like, yeah, it's broken up into 500 meter sections, but you're not taking a nap in between the 500 meter right. sections. Right, you're talking about compromised running. So that's running amazing. That is unreal. So, yeah, so if you want to keep up in deck fit, that's kind of what you have to think about. So, so do you think it? Do you think it did what what they wanted to do? Do you think it finally? And I thought I thought the setup was fairly professional. It looked pretty good. Aesthetically, yeah. from the pictures I did see, um, I did like, and I'm I'm thinking it was this way. I, it, I couldn't be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was one lap. It looked like that, yes. Like one lap, and I really like that because that high rock thing, you know, seems, seems to always end up being two laps, sometimes two in a bit. Like it, yeah, Chicago was two laps, and yeah. there was a 
amazing how you could actually forget what lab you're on. Well, it happens to a ton of people from what yeah. I see. It happens a lot. Yeah. It happened to Hunter once too. Like it just, it's amazing just where you can just like almost black out and just forget where you are. Yeah. I, so I, so I like that they did it in one lap and, and that's yeah. good. Um, I still think 400 meters would be better, but you know, it, <laughs> it was, um, okay. So the other issue and this, some this was pointed out to me in the discord that I saw. Um, did you see the podium presentation pictures? Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. So they got, and these are really cool. They got like uh, Spartan Deca Rams painted up silver yeah. gold yeah. silver bronze for the podium silver black. Cool. they didn't get to keep them yeah like the you want to keep it yeah yeah that's what was, that's what they said is you didn't get to keep them no way i think even killian mentions it on his instagram so a little, a little disappointed on that one but i'm a, made for a good picture so yeah. what did they do with them uh, I assume they just had to to give them back, and they kept them because I think I think Killian said something along the lines on his Instagram of, "It'll be tough to get this on the plane," and then uh, later on it was like, "Well, we didn't get to keep them anyway." <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know why, but that was it. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe next time they'll get. To keep them. <laughs> That's weird. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll ask you about that when we get a chance and see see what the deal is there. So, from the whole thing though, great event, everything went really well. Let's get some proper coverage and, for God's sakes, give away a couple of rams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I think the other event too this uh, this week weekend was uh, they had a Spartan one, they had another Spartan. Yeah. And that was down in Nevada, I believe, Vegas. Yes, it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I think we had VJ taking the win there. Um, Ashley Miller. That was Miller. Ashley. I know. Didn't Chris Roglowski take the win there? Maybe. I know she won a Spartan just a little while ago on a super because she upset Chris Walker. Maybe that was a week before. You see, this is the problem now. Spartans finally having races all the time now. So we will not talk about every Spartan race because there's just too damn many of them and they get confusing already. We'll talk about the national series ones and stuff like that. Yeah. But so I this weekend it looked like Ashley, Casey Monroe, and Annie, um, Annie Dubé. I think, it's, yeah, Annie Dubé, I think, yeah. Yeah. So that's good. And then I think, like, well, the one I thought I recently saw was VJ. Um, Glenn Rays and Brack uh, and Kirk. Okay. Kirk yeah. They've podium for the men. So. And it looks like a really tight race between the women. So. That's good. I like seeing that. And I mean, especially because it's been so much Nicole. Oh, and Nicole. And I, you know what? I don't even have the list right with me here. But Nicole announced her dream team. Yes. And, yeah. And we do have Canadian content. Yes, Ariel Fitzgerald is on the team. Yay, Ariel. Yeah, and uh, I've uh, spoken with Ariel. She's going to come chat with us. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep, and and I'm sorry, I didn't know the other Canadian girl. Apparently, she's a, like, a, a mountain runner. Do, do you, are you familiar with her? Um, you know what, I, did? I actually didn't realize she was Canadian. So she said she was, uh, she ran at the FISU Cross Country World Championship. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not familiar with her, so we're going to have um, to. Which 
Yeah, I'll have to look her up actually. So that PSU is, uh, it's just like the world championships for universities. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously if she's a mountain runner, she's going to have the tools. I, I don't know what her experience level is and, and we'll see, but I guess this kind of fits in with a lot of what, you know, Oh, and I mean, not Canadian content, but whatever our, uh, our favorites, um, who's all on the team. Oh, sorry. Now I'm stumping on her name. Oh my God. Morgan Schultz. Is, yes. Is Morgan. <laughs> yeah. Love Morgan. And this time she got invited. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> deservedly so very much um but yeah it is fairly online with what nicole was saying you know she did get some people like morgan who's already got a start in, in the industry and stuff like that but i mean this and i'm sorry i can't even remember her name the girl who is the tr the uh, mountain runner i mean you're talking fresh more of a p person with the potential and the tools to do it but we'll see how she works out yeah and ariel i mean is no stranger to spartan racing as well um yeah yeah, I, young. yeah, but I think it'll be interesting to see the kind of difference this makes in their, you know, in their progression. Like, you know, will that help them up the charts? And it'd be very interesting to see. Yeah, they're all really young. Um, I was kind of looking at it and like all on the Ariel might, I know, I don't know exactly their names, but Ariel might be the oldest and like young 20s. Um, and that makes sense when she's talking about a development program. Um, so all of them seem to have, they had their foot in the door with OCR, um, but probably have um, some growth, um, but they have de all definitely proven themselves in some capacity. So yeah, I, I, I see where, I see where her mind was going when she made that decision with those athletes. I think the real telling will be too, is like 2021 is still going to be a bit of a hit and miss scenario. It'll be really interesting to see how these girls do in 2022 because plus that means, yeah, they might not get all the competition from this year that they would have liked, but they're going to have a year of training under their belt and a year of advice and stuff from Nicole and her team and, 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 and this essentially the support that Nicole has been offering. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of a difference that makes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's good. Yeah. And I guess the other thing going on this week, and I don't want to go into it too much, um, because, uh, all things going, we'll be talking about it probably next week. Cause it'll all be wrapped up is the CrossFit open. That's still going on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done 21.3 and 21.4 yet. That's, I don't believe you. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't, I've been too busy, but that's tomorrow and I know. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm expecting it to be complete train wreck for me, but, uh, next week you'll, you'll hear just how bad it went. Uh, because hopefully, well, she's, as we know, <laughs> schedules can sometimes go awry, but right now the plan is to speak with Carolyn Prevo for next week, and she's going to lay down how everything about the CrossFit Open, and obviously how she's done, because she's been doing very well. Doing very well. Yeah, and, um, and so she's going to come back on and chat with us and tell us, you know, exactly what's going on, what the next steps are, and how our training's going, and probably a lot about her dog, because her dog is very entertaining. <laughs> but and that's it for me and do you have anything else you need to go through today Beth? yeah no that's great lots going on right now which is really exciting so thank you everybody for getting out there and keep crushing it and keep giving us something to talk about